Hey, what's up? What's happening? You already know who it is and what it is. It's your boy Q Walker of Beyond the Game doing a special Tuesday episode since we didn't get a shoot a uh, show yesterday. So before I bring on my my first guy, I want y'all to take a look at what he got on his head. So let me go on just without further ado, bring my dude on. We got Hot Dog, aka the Hood, love me with the with the bag over his head for his Dallas Cowboys, man. I'm gonna let you go ahead and introduce yourself, uh, Hot Dog. Man. You know what it is, Hot Dog, aka the saddest man on the planet right now, aka I root for a garbage organization. Special Tuesday coming at you. Let's get it, man. <laughs> well, you got the thing on your head, my my guy. So let's just get right on into it and talk about your Dallas Cowboys. And the collapse, really not not even a collapse or a crumble yesterday, but they failed to advance in the postseason yet again. So, hot dog, let's get right on into it, my guy. I want to hear a lot about what you say, but let me let me give you my take real quick on the Dallas Cowboys and who is to blame for their loss yesterday. Is Andrew is laughing at the at the thing you got on there? Uh, hold on, let me see what you got on it. What's it say? Sell the team, Jerry Kellen, who? Number four, and what, what's on the other side? Hold on, hold on. What's that say? I can't see it. Head coach wanted. Head coach wanted. <laughs> Number four ain't it. <laughs> Number four ain't it. Oh, man. So, hot dog, he got the change. He got the thing over his head. But for me, who's to blame for the Dallas Cowboys lost yesterday? A lot of people want to place the blame on Dak. Some people are placing on Zeke. A lot of people place it on the defense for not doing what they need to do against the San Francisco team, who has Jimmy G as their quarterback. But we'll get to that a little bit later. For me, I am placing the blame, 75% of the blame on Mike McCarthy, but not for the reasons why people think. People might want to say Mike McCarthy because of his play calling and things of that nature. But for me, it goes way beyond that. For me, it is about the penalties that occurred during the game to me that is a discipline issue now penalties are going to get called throughout the game it, it is what it is and refs are going to blow calls during the game it is what it is but the dallas cowboys were the second most penalized team in the nfl so to me he allowed this to happen all season long and it finally caught up to him and bit him in the butt when it mattered the most so to me he didn't coach this team to be more disciplined throughout the season. So it led to them ultimately getting, well, I think it was a, a, a Cowboys record, 15 penalties called against them uh, Sunday. It was, a, it was 14. I think 14. it was a playoff. Okay. It, was a play, it wasn't just a Cowboys record. It was a playoff record. It was a playoff record. Okay. So I thought it was a yes. Cowboys record. So it was a playoff record, 14 penalties uh, for the Cowboys. So for me, I'm placing it on Mike McCarthy for not having his guys more disciplined and teaching them to be more disciplined throughout the season to alleviate some of those penalties that can help them win the ball game. So for me, that's who I'm placing the blame on. I'm interested to see what Hot Dog got to say. Who do you uh, who, Who's to blame for the Cowboys' loss uh, for you, Hot Dog? Getting a little hot in here, man. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to evenly spread it out. Uh, Mike McCarthy, I, do, I believe, deserves a lot of the blame. Uh, I believe Dak deserves a lot of the blame because Dak missed a, a lot of wide-open players. It wasn't that right. these receivers weren't doing their job. These guys were wide open. Schultz was wide open four or five times Sunday. Dak missed them all day. Mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy, um, I, I don't have a problem. With, I, I know I had Kellen Who on my on my head. I, I don't. I didn't have a problem with Kellen's play calling. I think Kellen play uh, uh, called a, a good game. It's just execution was the problem. 
And it's like you said with Mike McCarthy. I believe an NFL coach needs to be feared. That's like, my, in my opinion, the most feared coach in the NFL is Mike Tomlin. And you notice they are one of the least penalized teams in the NFL year in and year out. Mm. So you look at Mike McCarthy, you don't really fear Mike McCarthy. I, I know years ago somebody said the Cowboys is like a country club of the NFL. Mm-hmm. It hasn't changed. But I never thought I'd say this, but I'd rather would have had Jason Garrett over on the sidelines Monday. On Sunday, I'm sorry. I'd rather have Jason Garrett. You'd rather have 8-8, eight and eight, Jason Garrett. Uh, Andrew said, I need to know if the QB draw was called or Dak took off. Um, Andrew, I'm going to let uh, Hot Dog, from what I've seen, the reports was it was actually a play that they run at practice during, during a, I think it's like a one-minute drill or something like that. So he actually yeah. called that play. But for me, it was just too little too late. They didn't have enough time for me. I think it was, what, 40-something 40 sec- 40 seconds left on the clock when they tried to, to pull that play off. To me, that no, is no, no, no. There was fourteen. No, it was fourteen seconds left. Oh, it was fourteen seconds. A, a lot left. of people okay. don't. A lot of people won't agree with me on this. I don't think anybody would. I actually liked the play call. I, thought I didn't it was mind. Different. It. I thought it was different. Nobody expected it. But the problem was, Dak and the referee had an issue with the handoff of the ball on the line of scrimmage. I think. I think Dak just tried to panic to try to p- place the ball himself. He can't do that. You got to get the ball to the official. He does it. I think if that would have happened, I think Dak would have had a second to spike the ball, and he could have had one more play to just throw it in the end zone. Okay, it's like William just said. When the lights come on, Dak struggles. But I will say this about Dak. One of the best throws I've ever seen him make, it was it was the possession. It was the possession before that had like two minutes to go. They're at the 50-yard line. Dak just heaved it, heaved it downfield before he got sacked by four to 49er players. Cedric Wilson had his hands on the ball. Cedric Wilson would have brought that ball in. The, the ball's at the 10-yard line. Mm. So that was on Cedric's fault. The one good play Dak did make, Cedric Wilson messed up. So a lot of people have asked me, what do I expect from the Cowboys next year? It's going to be a rough year. It's going to be a rebuilding year because we have 22 unrestricted free agents, and the cap situation is just horrible. Yeah. But um, Adam Kent, I, uh, I, that's another great comment. Pollard should have got more touches. I don't. That's the only mistake I saw Kellen Moore make. Tony Pollard had six touches, but I wow. think Zeke's gone. After, I think Zeke's gone this offseason. I, I I seen this uh, before. I get to some of these comments and, and things of that nature. Um, I, I, two things I want to address: the play call. I don't have a problem with that play call. I just think it wasn't enough time left for them to try to pull that off. But I actually like the play. Uh, like you said, it caught everybody off guard. I kind of like. It. And when I, you do, I that, think if there's twenty, I think if there's, I think if there's twenty seconds left, that was the perfect play call. Yes, what I'm saying he because got like, he they're got playing like pre yards out of that. I was gonna say so everybody is backpedaling and going back. So there's 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 well, I think he had like 15, 20 yards on their run. So it was a yeah. perfect play call. It just wasn't enough time for it to be executed right. correctly. And um, also, we talked about execution. The Cowboys have tried this hook and ladder play the last few weeks. Early in the game, it was like third and sixteen, I believe. Cedric Wilson caught the ball for like ten yards, and he was about to get gang tackled. But he tried to throw it backwards to Tony Pollard. If he would have threw a little better ball, Tony Pollard would have got about 25 yards in that play. There was nobody on the sidelines. So Tony Pollard could take off. So honestly, it was just an execution issue with me on Sunday. And the, the Tony Pollard comment that I think you and some uh Adam Kent that Adam Kent had brought up. I looked at the stats and Tony Pollard uh had 130 attempts this season for 750 or 715 yards. He led like the that. league in yards per carry. Zeke had 100 more carries and only 300 more yards. 
So that lets you know the effectiveness that Tony Pollard was running with. So I do think that they need to switch it up next season and go with the Tony be the workhorse and let Dak come in and you know finish them off at, in the fourth I've been, quarter. I've I think you mentioned to tell that. people. I've been trying to tell people all year. You've been listening to me. Let let Zeke run. Let Tony run the ball the first three quarters, and then let Zeke come in when the defense is tired. And let him run over the last quarter. Oh, let let him let him do his thing. But anyway, we got man. we got our other esteemed co-host who just hopped on here. We got this guy. I know he's about to come on here with some foolishness. I don't know if I got time to hear his mouth today, but I'm gonna let him come on anyways. We got B Legend in the building, Mister Call It the way I see it. He's already starting with the foolishness. B, who what is up? to blame for the Cowboys' loss the other day? Everybody, 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 except everybody. except for the punter. He was our best player Sunday. I mean, <laughs> look, man, you know, look, let's just let, let let's keep everything real. As I said last week, you know, and when you just first we're going to dissect the game. When you when you look at the game. The Cowboys' defense is built on what? Pass Turnovers. <laughs> it's, built, it's built on – their defense is based on turnovers, right? Pass rush to generate turnovers. That's what it's built on. So, with that being the case, San Francisco's offense is built on what? Running the ball. Okay? With that being the case – Dallas can't stop the run. They have not been able to successfully against good running teams. They have not been successful in stopping the run all season. So this was actually the worst matchup for Dallas. Then offensively, the thing was Dallas, They don't, their problem is they don't run the football. They've been all year, everyone's been saying, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. You got thunder and lightning. That's your attack. Run the ball. They choose not to run the ball. Okay, so now that you choose not to run the ball, you fall right into their hands, San Francisco's hands, because they got those those four guys, those four down linemen, and those two linebackers that's gonna come get you, and that's exactly what happened. And so when that when that gets that pressure on him, he starts doing all type of stupid stuff and crazy stuff. Look, these guys are NFL quarterbacks. I don't care if you talk about Fitzmagic. I don't care if you're talking about Tua. I don't care if you're talking about Jalen Hurts. You talk about whoever you want to talk about. The bottom line is if you give any quarterback enough time to throw a football, they're going to throw a football and make a completion. But if they are nervous, if their feet, if they're hopping around in that, you know, uh, uh, you know, in that pocket, anything is possible. Why do you think San Francisco took the ball out of Jimmy G's hands? They have to run the ball because they know if you put it in Jimmy G's hands, something's bound to happen. That's why he got the interception. If he hadn't have thrown an interception and or if they would have played any other team that had a decent quarterback, that game wouldn't even been close. Mm. It wouldn't even been close. They would have blew him out. I agree. So, so I blame the whole – first of all, everybody been drinking the, 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 the Cowboys Kool-Aid. Why? Why? We've been the NFC East is the worst division in football. So they were going to make the playoffs anyway. I, w- I, w- I wouldn't say that. I would. The NFC I mean, North. Okay, the NFC North is the worst, in my opinion. Okay, hot dog. Well, look, okay, that's fine. But look at it this way. Both of those teams that entered into the playoffs, Tampa Bay destroyed Philadelphia. Right. And 
Dallas, who was supposed to be the team going to the Super Bowl, they lost. They lost. Now, here's my question. Would you have rather had, say, Minnesota there versus uh, 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 the Eagles? They would have lost to Tampa Bay, but they probably could have potentially, potentially gave a better game. It would have been more competitive. Maybe, right? I, yeah. I would have took them over. If that's the, the case, why wasn't Minnesota there? Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, you, 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 you could, I'm just comparing the divisions. You know, I would say I would say Minnesota probably played played a rougher a rougher schedule than probably Philadelphia or whoever the case may be. But that's neither here nor there. I blame everybody over there. I blame I blame Jerry Jones because Jerry Jones is in his own way. He won't let right. he won't let these guys coach. You right. know, he wants to be the center of attention all the time. I blame Mike McCarthy because he can't coach. He's that's terrible. Been a given, okay, that the man can't coach. Uh, He's just a he's just a, a figment of our imagination. He's just standing there. He's almost you know what you know what hot dog. I was thinking the other day. He's almost as bad as a uh, 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 Jason Gear clapping his hands. I think I, I think I would I think I would have rather had Jason Garrett over there Sunday than Mike McCarthy. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, to your point that you were talking before I came on, you made a very valid point, which was Tony Pollard should get the football. Why wasn't Tony Pollard getting the football? Why did Zeke only have 31 yards? Well, I mean, what? And here's here's the worst part. It just came out yesterday that Tom, Zeke Elliott's been playing with a, a torn PCL all year. All of a sudden, he's been torn with it. He's been playing with I, I don't PCL. I don't understand it. And Tony Pollard is fully – I know Tony Pollard didn't play last week because he was hurt. He's been hurt with a foot injury. He's been had a nagging foot injury since the beginning of December. So, but that's still the point. If you're healthy, you need to be out there, especially in the playoffs. But I know the rumors are already starting. Amari Cooper's not going, possibly not going to be back. Which honestly, I I like Amari, but he's not the superstar receiver that we're paying him to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Sack Trashcott is not the quarterback playing like the forty million dollar man he proclaims he is. So I mean, the Cowboys have a lot of personnel changes that need to be done. Um, but I, I don't think y'all have the cap space to do anything, though. That's I the problem. That's what I was saying earlier, Q. It's going to be a rebuilding year next year. Uh, we'll, I, in my opinion, I believe we'll be under 500. If we have a good year next year, I will be very surprised because but, that, that but offensive line needs to get revamped. The I mean, offensive the line needs to work. Um, the defense know, is okay. I know, I know, um, Legend made a comment about the defensive line. Mm-hmm. The defensive line's got a lot of good players on it. Absolutely. It really does. I just yeah. don't understand. I know – I just don't understand there was no sacks on Jimmy G. That was very surprising. But, but another problem I have, and the Cowboys fans are mad at the refs, I'm sorry, Micah Parsons gets, is getting held 90% of the game. But see, Micah Parsons is getting held 90% back to the of the head game. Coach. The head coach got to do his Phil Jackson – and let it be known, man. Look, this is what's going on. All right, halftime. Show them pictures. Show them something to be like, look, man, this is what's going on during the game. I need you to guys to get start calling this. So, but I Mike, mean, but, but you not, see Mike McCarthy out there 90% of the time yelling at referees. I will say this. He gets a little more fired up than Jason Garrett used to be. But it's – okay, it's what David just said. Jerry Jones likes to waste money on talent that once paid, they slow down after half a season. I, I can't disagree with that. But, you, but see, there's a reason for that, though. It's the head coach. See, the head coach doesn't make these guys feel like you need to earn this money. So once yeah. they get that money from Jerry, I'm good. Mike, what's Mike McCarthy gonna say to me? What, what's yeah. he gonna say? Nothing. 
He ain't, what's he gonna tell me? Play hard? Okay, cool. But there's but, no fear factor that oh man, I need I need to go out here and bust my ass. But something. this is but this is why I did not pick the Cowboys to win against the 49ers. I came on here last week. This is before Legend came on. Legend was late, late coming on. It was the four. It was me, you, Ralph, and, and uh Daniel. Out of all four of us, I was the only one to pick the 49ers to win. Yeah. And I broke it down for you. I told you why we would lose, and every single one of those things happened. I said number four wouldn't show up to play. He did show up to play. I said the offense isn't isn't built against this defense. They weren't. And this defense is not good enough to stop this run, and they weren't. I, now, after the first series where the 49ers drove down to score the touchdown, I feel like the defense settled in because they only allowed one more touchdown. That was off the turnover. They had a short field. Well, other than that, they gave up a bunch of a bunch of 55, 50-yard field goals. So the defense settled in. After, Even despite that, y'all was still in the ball game. Y'all was still we right were there. always in the ball game. You know, the Cowboys scored a touchdown, made it seven to I think it was seven to thirteen, and they came down, kicked the field goal. We got the ball back with like two minutes to go, and we were in opposing territory, and they had and they had a terrible penalty, and we couldn't get out of our one way. I mean. We had a shot to score a touchdown there to go to 16-14 halftime and get the ball back in the second half. We were always in the game, yeah. it seemed like. It was just like, okay, the Cowboys were just kept, kept like, giving up, giving hope. Like, okay, we're about to drive this ball. We're about to get back in the game. It seemed like it was like that till the end of the game. It was like the Cowboys were never out of it until – but, but did you notice something? If you paid enough – if you paid uh, attention to detail defensively, the one thing that I could not understand is that I watched enough Dallas Cowboy games uh, and watched their defense enough to see how they were successful. And did you notice how one player was out of place on defense? Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons. Tell me why he's playing, you know, right middle or, or left uh, linebacker. Why? Why? Why are he on? Why are he on? Uh, um, you know, why is he a down line? Whenever he was a down line, they've always been successful rushing the pass. Why is he playing middle linebacker? Who made because that? Because when, when they brought when Demarcus when Demarcus Lawrence came back from injury, they mm-hmm. pushed him back to roam the field. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a linebacker in the league that has fa- is fa- faster than Micah Parsons. Even even Sunday when we struggled, the man was the man was right there, crossing mm-hmm. the field, running the running back down. Well, it's like Andrew just said. When they got Greg, when they got Lawrence back and Gregory back from an injury, there was no reason to have Micah Parsons as a down lineman. Now I see where I see where you're coming from. When he's a down lineman, they do have success. I totally agree with that. But I felt, I, but I think what I think what Dan Quinn was thinking Sunday was, okay, I can have these guys rush the passer or try to get to the running back. But then if they get past, I have Micah Parsons back there to track down the running back. Yeah, but they was always running somebody at Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons was always out of the play. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, they was well, always and, running the body. And, what, and, what, and another thing I told y'all last week, a reason I thought we lost, and it came to fruition, those stupid gadget quick screen plays that they like to run with Debo Samuel, and Debo Samuel had his way, and Elijah Mitchell had his way. The only thing the Cowboys did successfully was they kept George Kittle out of the game. That was the only thing successful they did, and it still wasn't enough. But but, but hot dog, see, but it wasn't that they actually kept him out of the game. They didn't have to use him because they were able to run the ball successfully. They were able to do everything that they needed to do. They didn't have to use George Kittle. 
Okay. But I think beyond all of these things that we're talking about, I think the number one reason to me, I think the number one reason why they lost that game that nobody really, really wants to focus on, they bring it up, but they don't focus. They talk about McCarthy. They talk about Dak. They talk about Zeke. They talk about all these other things, Dan Quinn, the defense, everything else. But people are not realizing that the main reason why they lost is because of themselves, because of penalties. That's why they lost. That's oh, the yeah. main reason. They beat themselves. When they had opportunities to get San Fran off the field, it's, it was every time. Even I think it was mostly on offense that hurt us more on defense. I mean, I can't tell you how many big plays the Cowboys had. It was called back for a penalty. That's what I'm saying. It was always penalty. They beat themselves. I mean, they we did. can talk about they, McCarthy. We can talk about all that. But they beat themselves. They've got and to get – if Jerry really wants to win, he's got to get somebody in there that the, the coaches – that the players will fear. And they haven't had that since Bill Parcells. Is it – wait a minute. Is it fear or is it just discipline? Or respect. I think it's How about respect. How about that? It's discipline, man. I mean, you listen, man. You got to know when you coming up there to the line. You can, offensively, you know, you, you everybody gets holding calls and stuff like that. That's just part of the game. But defensively, come on, man. As a down lineman, as a linebacker, as whatever, the first thing that you are taught when you hit that line is that you're gonna look down the line this way or that way, and you're gonna look at that ball, and you ain't moving until that ball moves but they want to time it some people time it whatever whatever dude they beat themselves yep. and and, and that's the biggest thing let, let, let we can blame McCarthy we can do all that they beat themselves I yep. mean the only way that they're gonna be able to do anything is listen man they, they this ain't like the NBA and some of these other places hot dog I mean they can cut people they can cut people they I mean they can cut them see that's yep. this is the thing wow. This is the league where you can cut people and you ain't got to worry about. It. That's why they tell you get your that, that's why you get your money up front. Yep. You, you you can get cut at any time. They cut they they guarantee come, money they up front. Come in there at training camp and cut Zeke and say we ain't playing. We're done. Yeah, they, they, they can. Cut, I was gonna say yeah. They, 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 they can cut that. They already paid him seventy five million dollars. That money gone. They can cut that if they want to cut him. I mean, if, if they no, you still got you still got to pay Dak forty million dollars a year until his contract runs up, though. No, no, you don't. Not in the NFL unless unless he's got a one hundred percent guaranteed contract, and that's not the case. He was guaranteed that seventy five million dollars that he got this year. That's why he got his money up front. Now all the rest of that money, he ain't guaranteed that money. They can cut him if they wanted to. I want to say something before we move on to the next topic. Go ahead, you got it. I want to know what these Dak lovers on this on this page see that I don't see. Talk to Ralph. I want somebody to tell. It ain't just it ain't just Ralph. I got Jones posted me in a tagged me in a post, and this one guy said I'm always blaming number four. What do what am I missing? What am I missing about this guy? Like somebody's got to help me out. In terms of what. what? People talk – people people hate that I'm a bigger Romo fan I was a Dak and I'm a, a number four fan. Y'all Romo, need to Romo help me Romo understand. Quarterback. Do you think Romo's a better quarterback? Yeah. I need people – the BTG Nation. I need y'all to help me understand. Who's better? 
Uh, but I don't know. I ain't never been a big of a Dak fan. Ralph's the only one who's been a big of a Dak fan, so I, I don't get it. I don't know, man. You got yeah. Uh comment, please let us know what y'all think about Dak Prescott or whatever the case may be. But, anyways, let's talk about some of these divisional matchup games where B Legend can't wait to talk about <laughs> his Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So let's 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 build up to that point. So let's let's be legend. Let's talk about <laughs> Let's let's get these other games out the way before we talk about your sons. Let, let's go with the Tennessee Titans and the Cincinnati Bengals. Of course, people who are watching know the Tennessee Titans had the first round by the Cincinnati Bengals. Did that thing against the Las Vegas Raiders to put them in this matchup. So, B, who you like in this match? The Tennessee Man. Titans versus the Cincinnati Bengals at Nashville. I mean, I still haven't heard. Is Derrick Henry playing or not? I don't know. I haven't. Seen, I haven't seen any reports. I'm is, not is sure. Hot dog. Is Derrick Henry playing or not? I heard that he was. I heard he was playing. But if he's playing, how healthy is he going to be? How how much can he give though? I, I don't care who. I don't care if Derrick Henry playing or not. I don't care. I don't know who's gave their predictions on this game. Not yet. I'm, I, I'm riding with who they. I th- I don't care. I think Cincinnati rolls in there, and I think they beat Tennessee. Tennessee, it might be. Tennessee might be one of the weaker number one seeds I've seen the last few years. I don't think they really should be feared. I think Cincinnati gets in there. I think Joe Burrow takes care of business and beats Tennessee. Give me, give me a score real quick. How do, how do be? Give me a score real quick. Uh man, let me get uh let me get 30 to 24. Ooh, you got a high school. People watching, let me get a score of what y'all got for the Tennessee uh Cincinnati game. He got that. Be legend, man. What's your thoughts on that game? Man, you know what? I'm going to say this. I know I can't I, I know I can't go what ifs or, or if this or if that. So I got to make a pick and go with one or the other. Um, so my mindset is based upon uh Derrick Henry playing. If Derrick Henry's playing, I'm going I'm going with the Titans. Okay. I, I think the Titans I think the Titans are going to win. I think uh you know, it's going to be a decent game. I see something, you know, like a 27-24 type game, uh, you know, because they're going to run the football. Now, you got to remember now, Derrick, Derrick Henry, even though, uh, uh, you know, he's coming off that injury, I mean, he fresh. He ain't played since week nine. He fresh. He got yeah, fresh legs. He's going to be like a bowling ball coming out of the factory. I, I mean, he fresh. I mean, you got that big monster coming after you. I mean, if he if he's healthy and he's playing, I got to roll with Tennessee. Tennessee is a proven fact with Tennessee. When it gets cold outside, and I think it's supposed to be cool, cold weather this weekend. That dude, that dude puts up monster numbers, man. But he man, the thing about numbers. the thing about Tennessee is, if you can, but Tennessee's defense is might be worse than Cincinnati's. They, yeah. I'm telling you right now, Joe Burrow could throw go down there and throw for over 400. Yeah, I mean, they, and that, and that's the whole thing. I'm bet I'm betting everything. I'm predicting Tennessee to win that game strictly on Derrick Henry. I mean, I could be completely wrong. I mean, but if he don't play, well, I don't think they got a chance in hell. But, uh, you know, if he plays, I'm rolling with Derrick Henry in the Tennessee tie. Man, uh, first of all, let me say shout-out to David Reese. He had a birthday yesterday, so happy birthday to you. I know you tuned in right now, so happy birthday to you, my guy. Uh, For me, I had picked the Tennessee Titans to get to the Super Bowl before the season started, so I'm going to go ahead and continue on with that. Uh, let me get Tennessee Titans in this matchup. Let me get a, a 
Ooh, let me get 24-21 in this matchup. It's gonna be a good Titans. game. I'm yeah, excited. Let me get 24-21 in this matchup, Tennessee Titans. And real yeah. quick, real quick, uh, to the Tampa Bay fans on here, I am sincerely sorry for picking the Eagles <laughs> to win last week. I don't know what I was thinking. You know, I went five and one last weekend. That was my one loss. I just I didn't know what I didn't. I don't know what I was thinking. You was also be stuff. To all no, I, fans. no, no. No, it wasn't on me. I told you who was going to win that game. I want to apologize to all the Buccaneers fans. I will never believe in Philly again, ever again. I do they have a chance, man. Hey, stay mean, in the- Go ahead, B. I mean, like, I mean, seriously, like, I mean, what, what was it that people thought that Philadelphia was going to do to Tampa Bay? It was the Eagles fans and hot dog. Those are the only people. I mean, I really just believed that. I really believe the defense would really get after Tom Brady. I mean, and heck, they look did. what they, and they and honestly they did, and it was too late. But I, they, they the did was, spurts. They, took, they, they, they got after him in spurts. They they didn't do it consistently throughout and the whole game. Did they take out two of their offensive linemen? Uh, Tampa uh, Bay, yeah, yeah. Tristan Wirfs and Marpet, right? And uh, no, it was it was uh, Jensen. Jensen. Yeah, Jensen. Yeah, and worse. I'm like, but yeah. but here, but here, but here's the thing, man. I never even I never even looked at it from that perspective, from 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 Philly defense being able to do anything. My thing was I feel I felt that that game was going to be quickly decided by Tampa Bay's defense, and once Tampa Bay defense locked down, it was over. They didn't have a chance. It was I over. just I just I really just looked at the game. And I'm like, okay, I think this could be D one upset. I mean, I did pick the 49ers to beat the Cowboys. Numbers wise, that was an upset, but honestly, in my opinion, the 49ers were the better team. So I didn't really consider that an upset over the Cowboys. Well, and, and, and the other part, the other part to it was this if you just look at everything in that Philadelphia game, just look at the numbers. Philadelphia, uh, I think they were the um, one of the highest teams in the, in the NFL in terms of uh, running the football, yeah, percentage of plays. So think about that for a second. If Tampa Bay would stop their run, which they did, what that's going to do is force them to do something that they don't do well, pass the football. And, and, and that's what they made them do, and they destroyed them. Right. And so, that, and so that, that's why I knew that they never had it. That game was over in the first quarter. It was yeah. – I didn't even watch – I mean, I didn't even watch it. I mean, yeah, they scored what? what they scored? But, man, my thing they is – is- they didn't even go to Devontae Smith until the second half. And that's your that that's your number one guy. I think we had I think we took him out of the game the first half. And then to be quite to be quite honest, I think in the fourth quarter we kind of took our foot off the pedal, and then that's when they started going to Devontae yeah. Smith. Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager is the worst wide receiver I've ever seen start for a playoff game in my life. Easily. <laughs> my, that dude, my dude is my dude garbage. was fumbling punts and everything. I mean, he was uh, he was He's probably our MVP for that game. That dude is garbage. Dude, listen, they could have Tampa Bay could have easily, Tampa Bay could have easily shut them out, easily. Oh yeah, if they, didn't, I have they, to they, agree. they took their foot off the gas. In if the they didn't quarter. take their foot off the gas, they could have easily shut them out, hands down. Hands so what we got? What we got next, man? What we got next? Had you said send regular Dallas. So the second game no. in the AFC, we have B Legend Son. Pat Mahomes boy versus the hot young guy and Josh Allen in the Man. Buffalo Bills. I'm really interested to see what B's gonna say on this pick. Uh, for me, 
just because it's Pat Mahomes and just because it's B-Legend's guy. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills, no rhyme or reason, just because I'm tired of B-Legend and it's Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. So for me, I'm 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 strictly picking with my heart for this one right here. Let me get the Buffalo Bills. This one is going to be a shootout. Uh, let me get something like, oh, 33-31 in this matchup. Hot dog, what you got, my guy? Uh, well, you know, I am sick and tired of hearing about Legend and his son, Pat Mahomes. <laughs> but um, oh. Buffalo really showed me something last Saturday night. They just beat down the New England Patriots. <laughs> like, just beat them boys down. It was 47-17. to 17. Uh. Like, I really think that 17 was just them laying down because – when I saw Micah Hyde, I believe, had the interception, which I thought was going to be a wide-open touchdown. When he had the interception, I knew that was game over. I said, game I over. said, my God. Game over. But, um, man, I, I'm going to go Buffalo. I'm going to say 33-26. 33-2. You got a pretty high-scoring game, too. Let me get Honestly, some I could go a little higher, but. David Reese, he got Bills 27-21. He said KC been up and down. The Bills have been, too, though. Yeah, you can say that for the Bills. Uh, let's see. Andrew, he got 38-35 Chiefs. He got a high school, really high scoring game. Honestly, uh, that's more what I was leaning. Adam said Bills 21, Chiefs 28. Oh, uh, man. So, uh, be legend. What what you got? Yo son versus the hot young gunslinger Josh Allen. KC versus Buffalo. This game is going to be in KC. What you got, man? Man, you know what? This, this game here is a game that scares me the worst. This is the, actually, to me, this is the hardest game to pick, um, you know, just because, you know, to, to a lot of people's points, KC's been up and down. Buffalo's been up and down. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes goes out and does crazy type stuff, throws against his body, just, I mean, just all kind of stuff. They come out, defense gets a turnover, then they can't score the ball, you know, but then on the flip side, all of a sudden, boom, you know, they go and they put up 21 points in the blink of an eye, you know. So, you know, if Patrick Mahomes takes what the defense gives him and he doesn't go through all these extra things trying to make these plays and be spectacular and just does what the defense gives him, takes what the defense gives him, then I say the Chiefs win the game. Uh, I think that, and I do think it's a high scoring game. I think it's something like, you know, maybe 31 28, you know, 34 31, something like that. I, I, I think they're going to put up numbers. Uh, because I, I, even though I think the Chiefs defense has gotten better, I still think Josh Allen and his ability to move and scramble, I think that he's going to put up numbers. I think you got Stephon Diggs, you got Knox. I think those boys can put up numbers as well. Now, Buffalo don't run the ball really well. No. Um, so I think, but I think their rushing attack is really <laughs> not their running back. That's their running attack. It's Josh I Allen. Mean, I mean, Josh Allen is the running back. Yeah, I mean, that's their running attack. So, and then I think on the flip side, Buffalo's got a great defense, man. I, and and I think that they're gonna they're gonna knock Patrick Mahomes around a little bit. I mean, I, I I truly believe that. Um, but I just think at the end of the day, I just think that being at home, even though. Even though the the Bills came in there earlier this year and spiked Kansas City at home, so in one breath you can say, "Well, home don't matter because Buffalo, you know, they got confidence. They already came in the Arrowhead and beat them, yep. so they like, oh, we can go in there and beat them again.'" 
Where's this game at? Arrowhead. 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 So with that being the case, you know, I, I, I'm still gonna go with my team. I'm gonna go with my son Patrick to pull to pull one out. I think it's gonna. I think this is gonna be one of the most competitive games that's out there. You know, this weekend. I think it can go either way, but I think I'm, I'm going 30, you know, 30, 34, 31, you know, you know, 31, 28, something like that. My question to you, Legend, is I know you obviously you're going to console your son, Patrick, after he loses. Are you going to use your other arm to console your other son, Jackson Mahomes, the TikTok star? Because that's the main reason I hate the Chiefs is because of him. And that's because of Legend. I can't stand his brother, uh, Jackson. I think it's his name. Is that his name Jackson Mahomes? I don't know, bro. No, no, I, I, I don't know. That that must be. I can't, must I can't be hear it. you. Q. That, can't hear that, you. My bad. That must be. That must be his step. I, I, I don't deal with. What his was mama you saying, no. Q? You were. Uh, you were. I, I, don't deal, I don't deal with his mama no more. So I don't know who that is. I said, <laughs> if it wasn't for B Legend, I would be a Pat Mahomes fan. I don't like nah. him. Just, just simply because of B Legend. That's why, why? I don't like Pat Mahomes. B Legend don't. B Legend don't bother me as much as his his brother does. Man. I, I can't stand his brother. Because between I told between I, what what we say in in, in the uh, the chat last week, who gets on my nerves the most? I said you and Chris Jones get on my nerves the most. Is Chris Jones with this 49ers ish, and you and Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers? I'm sick and tired of hearing this. Look, Q, but did, listen. In all fairness, when he was a rookie, did I did I not call this? This wasn't nothing. Yeah. I just jumped on a bandwagon. I've been on Patrick Mahomes from day one. You no, I, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll always I'll give, give you, you that. I've been on Pat Mahomes. Yeah, you was and, on the Pat Mahomes train early. Yeah, but you know, it, it, you know, and it just materialized and it grew into this monster that Patrick Mahomes is. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm I mean, sick I, of it. I'm I mean, sick I mean, of it. I mean, you know what you want me to tell you? But <laughs> I get it, man. It's a, lot, it's a lot of Patrick haters out there, man. But I'm one of them. But you know, I, I, I'm gonna root, I'm gonna root that man on, and you know, I'm I'm, I'm gonna see. I'm, I'm gonna hope Andy Rule. Eric Bieniemy, uh, Andy Reid, not Rude, uh, come through, make it happen. You know, get Patrick to the next one, and then we get, get, get one more game close to the Super. No Josh, fan base in the Josh Allen. Josh Allen, if you listening, you going down. <laughs> here's yeah, what here's what here's what amazes me about Buffalo. Their defense has been doing this the last few weeks without their number one defensive player. They don't, in my opinion, they only have one star on their defense. Mr. Davius White, and he's been out for he's weeks towards ACL. If yeah, you look at that out. defense, there's really no stars on that defense. Committee, yeah, he's been out. Defense but you know what? Committed. I I I just think that they go. If I'm Buffalo, I'm gonna be smart like everybody else that has beat the Chiefs. I'm gonna play that cover too. I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let Travis Kelsey beat me, and I'm not gonna let Tyreek Hill beat me. You're gonna have to run the ball to beat me. I got a good enough defense so I can stop the run. And I'm gonna make it difficult on you. If you can win that way, then you deserve you earned it. it. Yeah, if, if you can win okay. that way, you deserve it. You you we made you do what you don't do well, and you That's still it. beat us. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Ain't nothing you can do it. about it. And if Patrick go out and say, Oh, well, I'm gonna go against the grain and I'm not gonna take what they give me, and I'm gonna go out there and I'm just gonna force some stuff, and I'll be the first one to tell you they're gonna lose. I mean, I like Micah Hyde Andrew, but I wouldn't really call him a superstar. I think he's a really good player, but I really want to call really him a superstar. Yeah, I wouldn't call him superstar, but he's really, really good. He is really good. I mean, he—I mean, he was decent in Green Bay. Yeah. And then he came yeah. over here, second chance, and he's—he's yeah. he's made the most of. It. Leslie Frazier has revived his career. 
in yeah. Buffalo, most definitely. Well, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. He said, "I like Patrick. Just thinks he tries to do too much crazy stuff yeah. that causes turnovers." He, he does. does. He, he does. does. He takes a lot of. He takes a lot yep. of chances. So let's go on over to the NFC, where I'm gonna go ahead and get this game out the way. You got the Tampa Bay Bucks versus the the whatever that team is out there in California somewhere somehow. Um, I'm actually glad we get some home playoff games because we won the Super Bowl. We didn't have not one playoff home playoff game last season. We had to go on the road for every single game. So um I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and get my ish out the way. Ike, Marcus Floyd, all my Bucks fans that are watching. I want us to win. I really, really do with all my heart and soul, but I just don't think it. I think it's just a bad matchup for us, man, to be quite honest. Um, B, you alluded to it earlier when you was getting on my nerves uh, <laughs> that we just don't have the firepower. Like, you're going to put Jalen Ramsey on Mike Evans. That's going to neutralize that. Now what they're going to do is say, okay, you got him one-on-one all day. The rest of us, team, we got Gronk. The linebackers are going to key in on Gronk. There's the other weapon. So they neutralize Gronk. So now your two biggest weapons are gone. Then you got to rely on Cameron Bright, OJ Howard, and a string of backup wide receivers. Can that is that enough to, to go against the Rams? I highly doubt it. Tristan Wharfs, our uh Pro Bowl right tackle. He was out, he went out in the Eagles game. He's walking in a boot right now, so they don't know he's a game time decision. Um I I just I just really and honestly and truly just don't see us pulling this victory out. Do I want us to pull this victory out? Yes, but I just don't think we have enough firepower. But I will say this. If our defense, which is finally healthy now, if our defense can keep the game below 24 points, I think we got a chance to win this. But, I mean, y'all y'all seen, y'all seen it. Even though it was against the Cardinals and Kyler Murray act like he never played quarterback before, the Rams looked good last night. But – let me get let me get the Rams in this matchup reluctantly because I'm trying to be unbiased. Let me get the Rams in this matchup 31 31 27. Let, let me get You hear that hot dog? 31 27. Yeah. I, I, B, I, I, even though I, my, my only hope is the defense right now because our defense is finally healthy. That's my only hope to stand on. And I hope that we can get to Matt Stafford early rattle his confidence because if we can get his confidence rattled early oh it's a wrap because everybody knows once he gets rattled early he goes in the tank he starts throwing interceptions he gets confused he starts playing like Kyler murray so if our defense can get to him if sue jpp levante david devin white can fly around we're gonna be good but in this matchup man i think the rams are just gonna be too much for us so hot dog go ahead floor is yours man this is a tough one i like this matchup my opinion it, it, it's worthy of an NFC Championship game, but uh, and, and the Rams just have our number. I don't know why, but the Rams just have Tampa Bay's number. Don't know why. Don't matter who the quarterback is. Don't matter who the quarterback is. The Rams just Let have me, our number. I'm gonna take the Rams thirty to twenty-seven. Okay. I'm gonna take the Rams thirty to twenty-seven. My biggest fear about the the Rams was a race last night. I didn't know if Matt Stafford could get it done in the playoffs. He played amazing last night. Even though, like you said, the Cardinals look like they forgot to play football last night. It was a horrible game. I uh, I just believe that – I truly believe that the Rams will get it done. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a good game, but I, that's just where I'm going right now. Rams started to 27. 
Rams 30-27. B, go ahead, man. What you got? What you got? Um, well, you know, like I alluded to, uh, I just think that with everyone hurt, you know, Godwin's out. Uh, AB's gone. I just think it really creates a very difficult situation for them. Leonard Fournette, I don't know if he's coming back or not. Both by uh, Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones. Yeah. So, you know, so that leaves Mike Evans and, and Pyramid. Not really concerned about Pyramid, you know, but again, you know, he can score the ball. He scored the ball before. Um, I'm just saying you're going to put, like you said earlier, I'm going to put Jalen Rowe, I'm going to put Jalen Ramsey on Mike Evans. You know, we'll, we'll deal with Gronk. And so then – you got Scotty Miller that's out there. Uh, he can get a couple catches. Man, I mean, you know, it's going to force them to run the football. They can't really run the ball that way, especially if their offensive line is, is broke up. And then you got the monsters. You got Von Miller you got to deal with. You got Aaron Donald you got to deal with. You got Floyd. You got, you got all these animals down there that you got to deal with. That's just that's going to be coming for Tom Brady's head. Uh and I just think it's just going to cause chaos and mass confusion and a lot of frustration if they can't move the ball. And what I was saying to you guys, you know, we were in the group chat, and, you know, we were just talking about Dinkin and Duncan. Well, if you watch that game against Philly, Tom would – I mean, he did a couple, you know, nice long passes, but for the most part, he was taking what they was giving him. Dinkin and Duncan, Dinkin and Duncan. Yeah. Five hours here, five – I mean, you know, they, the Rams ain't going to allow all that because they can come up and pressure Mm-hmm. They come up. They can literally come up and press you off the line. They're not gonna allow all that dinking and dunking. Um, so that so that causes the problem. On the offensive side of the ball, now the Rams got a lot of firepower. I mean, but what's gonna help them is that if if Tampa Bay can't move the ball, you know, uh, enough. Which I'm not gonna say that Tom Brady's not gonna figure a way to move the ball. I just don't believe that either. He's gonna move the football. But for some odd reason, he's struggling to move the ball, and it becomes a game of field position. That works in the favor of the Rams. Absolutely. Because now they're going to get good field position, which puts Matthew Stafford in positions for success. Okay? Now, on top of that, if they're able to run the ball at all on on, uh, Tampa Bay, then the game's over. If they can run the ball at all, the game's over. That is the most – no, 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 no. Baker Mayfield. Is the, the white, white number four? <laughs> that is okay, the most bro. disrespectful thing I heard in my life. Nah, I'm sorry, Lynch. I apologize. I don't, I, I don't know. You know, and my thing is, and I'm a true believer. I don't care what nobody says, other than Tom Brady. You know, and even with Tom Brady, I still believe this to a certain extent. You know, it's the system that these guys play. And I think the system has something to do with how successful that these guys really are. And some of them just suck. They're just terrible, like Baker Mayfield. He's just terrible. Uh, but it's the system that they play in. And I think that, uh, uh, um, you know, that guy out there in L.A., that coach, you know, he is going to make Matt Stafford's life easy. He's not going to make it too difficult. He's going to help him out. He's going to give him plays where he can be successful. If they can run the ball, that frees up the lanes, that brings the linebackers up. If they run successfully, they may even make them drop the safety. And then you got to deal with all them other animals. So I just think that it's just going to be a game. I think it's going to be somewhat of a defensive game as well. I'm looking at a score somewhere along the lines of, you know, uh, you know, 24-21 is what I'm looking at that that, that the Rams win that game. If 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 what you're saying is true, be then I like our chances. If we can keep it around what you just said, I'm I'm good with that. I'm cool with that. 
uh reginald brown he said bucks versus packers in nfc title game book it ike he got 31 24 bucks uh let's see reginald what he said he got 35 21 bucks man my I don't know how y'all feel about this, but for me, the X factor and the wild card of this whole game is Matthew Stafford because he can be wildly great or he can be wildly horrible. So oh, yeah. for me, I'm hoping that he, he's more Baker Mayfield than, than uh, Pat Mahomes this weekend. But man, we'll, we'll see. But he got, he got, he got, he got weapons, man. I, I mean, I know. like I'm saying, if they can run that ball successfully, it just opens up so many lanes. Cooper Cup doing what Cooper Cup does. You know, OBJ getting his couple catches here and there. You know, uh, Van Jefferson getting his catches. Tyler Higby. I mean. But, then, but, but, B, to, to that, we have a top five rushing defense. So, if they can get that run game going, that's why I said our defense is finally healthy. And that's what I'm holding on to is that our defense can stop the run. So, now, therefore, we know what's coming. We know you ain't got no choice but to pay. When the pressure is on for Matt Stafford to perform, he doesn't perform that well. So that's what I'm really banking and hoping that my defense really steps up. And, mm-hmm. man. That, that's, that's, your, that, 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 that's your only hope. Yeah, that, that's that, why that. I said my defense, You last year we relied on the defense. It's got to be the same thing this year, man. Baker's a bum t- talking about him. <laughs> uh, Baker, number four is a bum. Buck, Buck, Baker's a bum. They all bum. And then Reggie said, Bucks defense is finally healthy. They weren't healthy first time they played in the Bucks defense line. Ain't letting their run happen. That, that's what I'm saying. That's that rush defense is what I'm man. I'm hurting my hold on. Uh, Adam <laughs> Kent says Stafford got something to prove, and that's what I'm saying. When Stafford has to play with pressure, he usually folds. But I feel like there's going to be that one game where he comes oh, through. Yeah. And watch this be the damn game where you know he acts like he's a Hall of Fame player. Yeah. Um, Let's see. He was with Detroit. No wonder he couldn't perform. I mean, you know, it's Detroit. I mean, it's Detroit. Anyway, yeah, it's Detroit. Detroit. So the last game of the divisional matchups we have a a a Rod versus the great Jimmy Guwap Hall of Fame Jimmy Guwap. And why, the why are you calling him that? Because B Legends on here. That's why. <laughs> I don't so care if Legends on here or not. You do not call him. I don't know why. Jimmy I don't, you know, I'm not a Jimmy We got the Green Bay Packers. I don't know why he calling them that. I don't know. And the San Francisco Kyle Shanahan's. Hot dog, who you got in this matchup and give me a score? Man, I got the Packers winning this game. This is not even – this is the easiest game to predict. Let me get the Packers, man, 35-20. Man, David, David Reese is right there with you. He got Packers 35-17. Um, I'm right there with you. This is going to be over quick and early. I see A-Rod putting up two touchdowns in the first quarter, to be quite honest. Absolutely. It's going to be so, bad. I see this being over really quick. We're going to uh, we're gonna see some Jordan Love reps in the fourth quarter. I'm going to say 28-17. Only reason why I give the Packers 28 is because I feel like they're going to take their foot off the gas in the fourth oh, yeah. quarter because they're going to be up so much and have control of the game. So they're just going to be – Pretty much controlling the clock at that point, not really to look up, to, uh, looking to put up a lot of points. So let me get 28 17 Green Bay Packers. B, what you got? Oh, man, I'm like, I'm like hot dog, man. It's the easiest game to call, man. You know, but I, but what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to say that San Fran ain't going to show up to play because they're going to show up to play. Um, I don't know if Nick Bosa is going to be out of, uh, if he's going to be out of concussion protocol. Um, you know, because their front four is tough, man. They put pressure on it. I think they're going to get the A-Rod a few times. I think that's going to happen. Um, but the Packers, they're just too much, man. I, I'm looking at something like – I'm looking at something like 42-24. Damn, 42? 
I think I, I just think they're going to, because here's the thing. I think that San Francisco's uh, DBs are, are terrible. Oh, they are. That's the that's that's their that's their link. And if that front four cannot get to him, Devontae Adams, Adams could have 170 yards, three touchdowns. Easy. Easy. It won't quarter. happen. I believe he could have hundred. I, I believe he could get about 120, 130 yards. But then you got I'm gonna tell you, you got Lazard. Lazard, he gonna get you, he gonna get you a touchdown. You know, you got – they just got so many – they got so many weapons, man. And then, you know, again, you still got – you got Thunder and Lightning back there. You got, uh, you know, Jones and Dylan, Thunder and Lightning going. And, and again, you got A-Rod back there. I mean, he's going to see them dudes, man. And he go, it's going to be feast of family on their uh, DBs and stuff like that. And, you know, as long as everybody stay healthy, man. And, you know, I think defensively, um, you know, the Packers have gotten better now. If the pack can't stop the run, which I think they've gotten a lot better doing, uh, you know, that could change the dynamics of the game. But there's no way San Francisco's going in Lambeau Field winning that game. I think A-Rod goes crazy. I think he makes the point of why he's the MVP of the league. But I see him throwing up 42 points. I see Man. him jumping out. I see I see him jumping out early. I could look up. You we may look up. I ain't gonna say I'm gonna say in the first half, they'll score about 21 points. I'm not gonna say. I can see him scoring two touchdowns in the first quarter. I definitely can't see him scoring three. They scored three in the first quarter. It's over, you know. Right. But I see, I see, I see something like 42-24. Man, you and uh, Reggie. Uh, let me pull his score up here because he had something similar. Uh, Reggie, he had a forty-one yeah. seventeen packer, so he had a, a, a similar yeah, type of score. Dang, y'all got no roll, man. Y'all got the Packers putting up a putting on a party up there, man. They, they ain't got the cue. They ain't got listen. They, they, San Francisco DBs are terrible. They are terrible. Very terrible. Very terrible. Oh, man, but 41, jeez. Hey, but hey, 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 man, look. Hey, Rod, hey, Rod put them numbers on these boys, man. They rested hey. too. Oh, hey, Rod, hey, Rod said the fourth quarter. Oh, I mean, it's possible. It's possible. They're going to be up so much. We might see we might see Jordan Love throw a touchdown. Yeah, I, mean, I ain't gonna say that now, but I, I believe I believe they'll be up enough where he can sit part of the fourth quarter for sure. I don't I don't want that. I want them to go the whole distance of the game. I want the <laughs> I want the I want Tampa Bay to win, and I want San Francisco to give Green Bay hell. But in, anyways, man, let's get to some of these quick hitters. What I'm really interested to get B Legends take on some of these that I found. Uh, let me pull them up real quick. So here's the first one. Let me get it. Let me get it. B, I, I really want to know what B thinks about this one. Hold on. Let me, if I can get it pulled up here. Uh-oh. Is, oh, here we go. All right. Here's the, here's the first quick hitter. It's about the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, are the Bills the team to beat in the AFC? B legend, go ahead and go. Uh, No. I still, I, I still think, I still think that it's, 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 it's the Chiefs, man. I mean, you know, even though they didn't win the division, I, you know, win the AFC, I still think it's the Chiefs, man. And, and, and until, you know, until something happens that knocked them off of that pedestal, I still think it's the Chiefs. I mean, we came on this show early in the year, and I think they had lost what three or four straight or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you all were giving me a hard time, said they ain't gonna even make the playoffs. They ain't this, they ain't that. Look, I mean, they easily could have won the AFC, 
but they, you know, they ended up losing to who they, who, they lost to the Bengals, didn't they? Bengals, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, they were like 35 31 or something, yeah, like something. Yeah, something crazy, you know. But who nah, did the I Chiefs? Still think, I yeah. still think it was a cheese. No, man. that game went to overtime, didn't it? And the Bengals won in overtime. No, the Bengals yeah. won 34 31. That's yeah, what we think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I still think it's the Chiefs. I, you know, I, I still think the Chiefs are still that team. I think they the team. That, it doesn't matter about the seed. The bottom line is you got to come in the arrowhead. You don't want to come in the arrowhead and play them. I mean, you just don't. Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek, you know, Kelsey, you see they get, they snap that finger, they drop 21 on you. I looked up in that game. Uh, on Sunday, I blinked my eyes. I came back. They put up twenty-one points, just like that. Boy, so. y'all, hey, y'all riding for these Bengals. I give y'all that, boy. Y'all riding. Yeah, they, ride, they, they ride for the Bengals. They ride for they Bengals. I, I give them that. Hot dog. Are the Bills the team to beat in the AFC? Uh, yeah. Mm. I would have said Chiefs before last week, but after what I saw with the Bills did to the Patriots, the Bill Belichick. <laughs> I, I gotta go with the Bills right now. They're the team to beat in the AFC. Uh, David let me ask you a question about that game, though. Why was that game such a shocker? Because the, the Patriots ain't that good. Yeah, but the fact that the way that they beat them, they just is what they, they listen. They made a statement. That game that the that the Patriots beat the Bills was a fluke, and they made sure the second game they played them, they thumped them. And then they came back and said, you know, we're going to thump you again. Because the Patriots ain't no good. Matt I, I agree with that. Football. I agree with that, man. Yeah. But I still – I know you're defending your son, and that's cool. But, no. I'm, <laughs> but I, I'm just – I'm going with – I think the Bills – I think the Bills is going to be the team to beat in the AFC. I think they beat the Chiefs, and they beat whoever's waiting on them in the AFC Championship game. Okay. Okay, let's say – okay, let's say something we can all agree on, okay? Yeah. Whoever wins this game – is going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Whoever wins Bills Chiefs games going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Why are y'all thinking so hard about this? Because this is the only before I, this is the only thing. If the Bengals somehow pull this pull off and, and beat the Titans, and you get a tight the Bengals Bills matchup. Bengals might can get the Bills. I don't think they can. I think the Bengals might can get the Bills. Are we really talking about the Bengals might be going to the Super Bowl? Not, really only, only, because not, only because of the matchup. Only because of the matchup. I'm not doing it because I just don't think they're going to – if Derrick Henry plays that game, I don't think the Tennessee is going to lose that game. I just don't uh, think so. Adam Kent, but go back to week six. Y'all, go back to week six, y'all laughed and said the Bengals were top four. You're wrong, though. Hey, man, I picked the Bengals to win last week. I've been I've been going to Bengals games this year. Y'all saw me with a Bengals jersey on last week. You're right. You're right. I've been rocking. I've rocking with the Bengals, man. I think I think the Bengals. Are, I think they're a good team, but you know we're talking. Hey, pressure pressure cracks people, man. It's, it's, Joe Burrow, but, Joe but man, Joe Burrow young. don't know what pressure is. He's, He's been young. a winner his He's whole still, life. I know, I know. But all I'm saying, guys, let, let's not be disrespectful of the Tennessee Titans and what they do. When Derrick Henry is in the lineup. Let's let's not let's not be disrespectful. All right, let me ask you this, Legend. If Derrick Henry don't play, do you still think the Titans win? No. No. Okay. No, no absolutely. Fair not. enough. Absolutely. Fair enough. And that's what I preface what I said when we talked about that game. I'm I'm I, I am I am picking that game based on the assumption that Derrick Henry is playing. Oh, uh, my mom wanted to let you, everybody know that the Bucks are going to the Super Bowl. 
I like your mom. I like your mom. My mom like wants everybody mom. to let, let everybody know that Lord. the Bucks are going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> She's all right with me. I don't know if y'all you know. saw, man. You know, we were the Cowboys game was on the other day. Right before number four threw that touchdown, she texted and said, We they need to throw the ball more. Right on cue. Number four throws in the end zone yeah. that the touchdown. I said, You a better coach than Mike McCarthy. There, there it is. There it is. She knows what's up. She knows what she's doing. She just there. likes Tom Brady. That's is all. Don't get excited. It's all right. <laughs> I was just looking at this before we move on to the next quick hitter. Look at the look at the four quarterbacks in the AFC: Ryan Tannehill, Joe Burrow, Pat Mahomes, and Josh Allen. Like, just think about that lineup right there. How crazy that he is. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you, who would have thought? But anyways, next quick hitter. Uh, I know this is gonna be really, really quick, especially for B when I put this up. Or he's probably gonna <laughs> laugh at, at this one. Jimmy G will still be the 49ers starting QB <laughs> in 2022. B, go ahead. You got it, bro. Mm. I think that's all going to depend on how bad this going to depend on how bad this beating is that they taking in, 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 <laughs> in I'm sorry I'm laughing at Ike's comment. <laughs> Mama, I mean, if, 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 um, if he <laughs> if they go in the Green Bay, and they and, and they get throttled like which I anticipate, and he had and he has a, a, a crappy game. It's over. I I just think I, I just think I just think at the end of the day he may not. Yeah, I think it's over. I think it's, it's over. over regardless. I think I think they groom and Trey Lance to be that next guy. Trey had to sit for a year. I think it's over. Yeah, I think this is it. Yeah. Before before I go to hot dog, I want to ask y'all a really quick question because I, it just popped in my head. Better quarterback, Jimmy G or Jared Goff? Oh God, that's horrible! <laughs> because they both starting quarterbacks this season. You know, for the 49ers and the Jared line. Goff. Jared Goff, what about you, hot dog? Oh, God, uh, I'm going Jimmy G. Jimmy, I'm going <laughs> Jimmy that, G. I just had to know because I, I think Jared. I don't have any faith in Jared Goff whatsoever. That man proven that co- Jared Goff is the poster child for coaching matters. Because think about it. They both ha- have led their teams, led their teams to the Super Bowl. They didn't win, but they're pretty much the same damn quarterback. They really are it. the same player, but I, I just, I really think I'd rather have Jimmy G over Jared Goff. That, that's crazy. But hot dog, will Jimmy G be the starting quarterback for the 49ers <laughs> in 2022? <laughs> He said, I take hot dog over either one of those choices at quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jimmy G starting 2022 hot dog. Is he starting? Oh, my bad. Um, it's a, I think it's according to what happens in these playoffs. Yeah. And also, I think the biggest factor is if Trey Lance is ready. I think that's the biggest factor. I think, I think the 49ers are in a luxurious spot. I think they could let Jimmy G go play another year give Trey Lance another year to learn and develop but I think it's according to what he does this Sunday or maybe forward or if Trey Lance is ready Uh, but right now I don't think they want him back I think it's very clear in the game calling I don't think they want him back but I think they're in a very luxurious spot when they can say okay Trey Lance you're not ready we'll give you another year Jimmy G go you know what I'm saying Jimmy G ain't gonna be the starter. I can't see it. Hey, let, let me throw something else out at you. What happens, or how does San Francisco look if Aaron Rodgers goes home and goes to San Francisco? 
But would, would they do that? But and the reason why I'm asking uh-huh. is you could put you could you could put Trey Lance behind Aaron Rodgers and have him learn from Aaron Rodgers. Right? That's what I was getting ready to say. Would they do it in fear of that it could stunt Trey Lance's growth, or do they do it because they feel like this will help prepare? But them to be if, the okay, but let's let's think about this though. Let's think if he goes to the 49ers, he goes home to the 49ers. Is there really that big of a difference of these two teams? I believe they have, I believe Shanahan and LaFleur are the same coach. I believe that they had the same amount of weapons on each side of the ball. I think the 49ers have a better defense than the Packers do when they're fully healthy. But, I mean, of course, the Packers have Devonta Adams, who they have to decide if they're going to pay or not or what they're going to do with him in the offseason. So, I mean, I don't really – I wouldn't want to play in Green Bay because how cold it is all the time. I don't know how they get free agents to come to Green Bay. I have no idea. Aaron it Rogers. makes no sense to me. Aaron Rodgers, man. But they, they, I mean, they really couldn't. I mean, because they don't – just like uh, OBJ didn't go there because they didn't want to pay him, you know. Uh-huh. So, you got you got the fact they didn't want to pay him and it's cold. But yeah, I, I don't see Aaron Rodgers going to San Francisco. But I do I, believe this is his last year in Green Bay, though. I just, I just don't see the 49ers sitting – Sitting Trey Lance again. I, I don't see them taking taking Trey Lance. What was it? Number two pick only to have they him took him the number two. three pick and oh, gave up the three, three next three first round picks. To yeah, move see, up I, don't, and get I, don't, I don't see them setting him for another season for a guy that you did all of that for. Like we got to see what he can do. I, I don't think Trey Lance is it. Though. Well, I, mean, now, I don't think on, he's whoa, it. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, hold on. Now the Bears did did all that to get Mitchell Trubisky. He ain't even on the team. Well, well no, they moved up one spot Lane. and they gave up like a, a third round draft pick to move up one spot. They didn't give up as much as the 49ers did for Trey Lance. By the way, I still stand by Mitchell Trubisky is better than number four. I stand by my statement I made on Sunday. Well, Jimmy G will be playing for the Steelers next season. But anyways, um, uh, let's see here. Another quick hitter I got for you guys. Let me pull it up real quick. This one, Andrew, if you're still watching, please, I need you to comment on this one. This one's for you. The Eagles will be in the market for a quarterback upgrade in the offseason. B-Legend, do you think the Eagles will be looking to upgrade from um, Jalen Hurts in the offseason? No. Mm. No. I, I believe they're going to give it another run. I think they're going to uh, try to figure out how to use him even better but and put more weapons around him and give him another, another year to mature. Okay, so there it is. Hot dog. Will the Eagles be in the market for an upgraded quarterback? I don't think so. I think they're going to give it another year, and then after next year, if he doesn't improve, I think after that they will go after another quarterback. I like Jalen Hurts. I don't hate Jalen Hurts like a lot of people do. I just don't think the Eagles did did him enough justice and get him players around. Yeah, they went out and got Devontae Smith. They got Dallas Goddard, but he still got that bum Jalen Rager and these <laughs> other guys. I just I don't believe that that the forty the Eagles organization did enough by Jalen Hurts. So I think they could do better. If Miles if Miles Sanders could stay healthy, they'd be a lot better off. But I like Jalen Hurts. I really do. I hate to say because he plays for that team in Philly, but I like Jalen Hurts. I really do. So I hope they don't move on for him quick. I hope they give him another year. And then after next year, I think they really need to take a step back. I say, okay, is this the guy of the future, or did, or is this a Donovan McNabb, or is this a Kevin Cobb situation? Mm. I, I think I think he comes back for another season because I I think they want to see what this Devontae Smith Jalen Hurts can look like for another season before they cut the cord. So for me, I think he comes back. I don't think they'll be in the market. Only way they'll be in the market is if a prominent quarterback 
mentions that Eagles are on his list. And by that, I mean like Aaron Rodgers, which I highly doubt, or Russell Wilson or somebody of that nature. If they say they're on the Eagles list, then they're going to they're gonna see. I, what's I going just on. don't see anybody wanting to go to Philly. I don't either. It's I really don't. I just don't see. I'm not hating. I mean, I am. I am hating, but I just don't see anybody. I don't see Aaron Rodgers or any of those big name quarterbacks like, oh, I want to go play in Philadelphia. I want to go play for Nick Sirianni. I, I want to go. You I know just don't, what? I just don't see it. Andrew, I got something for you. Y'all got three first round draft picks, right? The Atlanta Falcons are, well, Calvin Ridley is unhappy with Atlanta. Won't you package some of them picks? Down there to Atlanta, get you see, Calvin I Ridley think that, and Devontae see, I've been Smith. Thinking about you that. Got I, I think that's the team that does it. And you get a Devontae Smith to Calvin Ridley and, and Dallas Goddard. Woo! Now you got something. That's not that's that's nice. That's yeah, nice. You got, got some. So yeah, uh, I need to be the Eagles GM and make that happen. Yeah, this one right here, hot dog. This one's for you, big hey, dog. <laughs> the Cowboys will fire Mark uh, Mike McCarthy and elevate one of their coordinators. As he puts his as he puts his thing back on, be legend. Is Mike McCarthy getting fired and Kellen Moore taking over the job in the offseason? No. No. No, no I, I don't see it. I think that uh Jerry Jones is gonna continue to be in his way. Um I mean, is it a possibility to take a, a young man like Kellen Moore and and Jerry Jones be able to control him and things like that? That's possible. Um is Kellen Moore, you know, Estefanski? Is he a, you know, is he a Sean McVay? You know, is he a Mike Shanahan? I, I just don't look at him that way. I mean, I think he's perfect for what he does. I don't look him. I don't, I don't look at him at this moment as a, as a, you know, as a head coach. What has he done? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I mean, nothing against him. I don't have anything against him. I just don't know what he's done. You know, uh, you know, uh, I could look at uh, Brian Lefkowitz and say, okay, Brian's played the game. He's been successful in the game. He's been the offensive, you know, coordinator. He's been, he's been quarterback coaches. He's been all of that. You know, so I could see, you know, Brian Lefkowitz doing something and getting a head coaching job. But Kellen Moore. I, I, no. I, I don't see I don't I don't see them getting rid of my uh, uh, Mike McCarthy. I mean, even though I know Jerry Jones, he, he's butt hurt. Oh, he's butt hurt over that loss. You know, anything is possible with them. But I've I've seen too many reports come out talking about that Mike McCarthy safe for this job and stuff like that. Even though that doesn't mean anything, uh, but he's a perfect cheerleader. He's just like you know Jason Garrett and the rest of them. So yeah, it is. Hot dog. What you think, man? Mike McCarthy gone and Kellen Moore to coach next season? You know, after Sunday, I, I really thought it was a possibility. But after uh, Stephen Jones was on the radio station maybe Monday and said um, he feels very confident that Mike McCarthy be back, I, that kind of went out the window to me. Um, the- I, I think Kellen Moore is gone. I think one of these teams – because there's a lot of vacancies – I know he had an interview with the with the I know he had an interview with the Broncos today. He's got an interview with the Vikings and the Dolphins later this week. I believe that Kellen Moore will get the Vikings job. You laughing to be laughing at his sack on his head. So, man, I'm just telling you, like, I don't think I think Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore are both gone. Damn, both of them are gone. I think they're both gone. I think uh Dan Quinn is heading to Denver, and I think uh Kellen Moore will head to Minnesota. 
That's, that's a good. I didn't think and about that. And the Cowboys that. will replace them with Mike Zimmer, and I don't know who the offense coordinator will be. And I, I agree with the with the Dan Quinn to to uh, to uh, Denver. I, I just the Kellen Moore thing. I just mm. these co these teams nowadays want the young young ideas. And who's to say if Kellen Moore gets his own gig that he won't do things differently? You don't like my bag, legend. Oh, I like. I think it's hilarious. I worked hard on this, man. Me and my I son worked I, hard I, on I this yesterday. I just. I wasn't prepared to look over there and see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are trash. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Proceed, sir. Hold on. He said, and hold up. You think Quinn gone? Not this early. I think Dan Quinn is gone. I, 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 unless Dan considering, Quinn has, Considering has how the defense was last year and I, the stri- they made strides this year. I don't care what anyone says. This defense improved day from night to day this year. So, yeah, I think Dan Quinn is more than qualified to be in a running for a head coaching position. Now, I mean, now the question is, do they fire Mike McCarthy and give it to Dan Quinn? No, Mike McCarthy's not getting fired. I don't think so either. Nah. nah uh, Jerry, Jerry Jones needs him to be the puppet that he is. So, he, he definitely ain't getting up out of there. Yeah, so, man, I appreciate the fellas for kicking it with us today. That was the quick hitters. Oh man! Wait, Q, you didn't give us your answer. Oh, for for what, Mike McCarthy? Yeah. Oh, Mike McCarthy ain't going nowhere. Mike, Mike, he's not going nowhere. Jerry Jones, if if he fires Mike McCarthy, I don't think Kellen Moore honestly wants to be the puppet that Jerry Jones needs as a head coach. So I really don't think Kellen Moore would even really want that opportunity for real, because I think he kind of wants to be his own man with his own team, get his own players, call his own type of plays. (laughs) And I don't think he wants to be underneath Jerry Jones. So I, I really don't see Mike McCarthy. And I really believe that's what he's telling these teams in these interviews. And I really believe he will get a head coach position. My prediction is Minnesota. Because see. from what I understand, the Jaguars position is almost filled. They are down to Matt Effelboost, the defensive coordinator for the for the Colts. I believe that's going to be the next head coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So that one's gone. So you still got the Raiders, the Bears, Vikings, Dolphins, Texans. I, I feel like I'm missing the team somewhere. Possibly even the Seahawks. They let go of Pete Carroll. They're not. They already said they're not getting rid of Pete Carroll. Like I told you, Pete Carroll ain't going nowhere. I like mm-hmm. Pete Carroll personally. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Well, if, if Pete but, Carroll stays, that means Russell West. West uh, I was going to say Westbrook. Russell Wilson is gone. Uh, I think their relationship is over. So I got. I, I, so I got two quick takes for you guys. Two quick takes. The first quick take I have for you guys deals with the with the Brooklyn Nets. With Kevin Durant being out for four to six weeks, it's going to hurt. How do you? How do you? How, how do you? How, what do you? What do you see happening with the Brooklyn Nets? There's I believe rumor, they're still going to be in the running for the one seed, considering the Bulls of the Bulls have looked horrible the last three or four games. I mean, there's a rumor that James Harden is open to relocating. Ooh, so. Couple, couple of different things here, B. Um, I don't think there's really nothing the Nets can do. Uh, you got the Kyrie situation, but that's only an away game. So, I mean, what can you do with that? The James Harden thing, I think that's putting pressure on the Nets to maybe either get a contract done or make him feel like he's more important to the organization and he has more say-so in the organization. Um, to be quite honest, uh, James Harden is going to be a free agent this offseason. 
the Brooklyn Nets, I don't see them trading James Harden at the trade deadline. So for him saying that he's looking to relocate out as a possibility, I think that's just him saying I'm going to explore my options in the offseason. That's no more, no less than that. Because I think the Brooklyn Nets are thinking, well, shit, KD's going to be gone four to six. That's right around the trade deadline. We can't get rid of James Harden because we need him for the next stretch. So yeah. The, I, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I didn't see him getting traded. I, yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I I definitely don't see it. It's, uh, Andrew said Daryl Morey started that rumor. Yeah, he's trying to. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. So my next quick hitter is is something that, you know, came out today. And people that, that that's just, you know, going a little viral. Um, so what do you guys think about this? Will Frank Bobo last with the Los Angeles Lakers? What's the Lakers record right now? I think 21 and 20, if I'm not mistaken. Either 21 and 20 or, uh, or 21 and 21. Yeah, I was going to say they're right around 20-something. Um, right. I, I say they're going to give it to the All-Star break and see what the record is, see if the if the Lakers can catch some kind of a, a win streak, get some good quality wins in between now and the All-Star game. Uh, I know people are saying, well, Frank Vogel ain't out there. This is LeBron's team. LeBron put this together. LeBron needs to take the, the blame. LeBron does need to take the blame for getting all of these players in there, but they can't fire LeBron, so somebody got to take the blame and go. Um, as as B can, can attest to, Frank Vogel, his his rotations, his lineups, his, like that all goes and factors into it as to why they're thinking about it. It's not that Frank Vogel is doing a bad coaching job, it's just that some of the things he's doing is just questionable. And it's like, why you got at the time, why you got Rondo and Westbrook in the backcourt and they both can't shoot? Like, what why do you why are you doing that? I just so, don't like this. I just don't like this Lakers team. So I, I think the the Frank Vogel thing is because of his in-game coaching, his rotations, his lineups, not necessarily because of the team and the team's record. It's yeah, Frank Vogel lost me this season. It's I got, one, making, I, got one, I got a question for y'all real quick. It's almost making me think, damn, did Jason Kidd run the team when they won the title? Man. Like, was he the head coach? Because he left and, like, the team don't know what the hell's going on. I mean, on. you know, they made, they could get rid of Frank Vogel and give it to, uh, uh, what's my guy? Uh, uh, God, what's, you know, I'm talking, Fizdale. Uh, Fizdale, yeah, Fizdale. That's what I was thinking, too, that they got, that uh, as, a, as a LeBron guy. So LeBron you know, guy. That's a LeBron, LeBron guy. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that happening. I can yeah. see that happening. Well, hold on. So why he, why he delete that tweet? What tweet you talking about, Andrew? I don't, I don't know what tweet you referring to. Who? Why? Why who delete? Who, who, I guess who? LeBron had made a tweet. Westbrook is the problem, not the. Coach. Oh, absolutely. I agree with Ike. Right. Westbrook is. He is a part of the problem. He's a part the, of the problem. It's the oh, coach's the job problem. to find a way of what suits the team best with Russell Westbrook. And having Westbrook and Rondo in the backcourt at the same time, ain't it, bro? Nah. It's, it's on the coach, as difficult as it may be, to go to Westbrook and say, this is not what we need from you to win. We need this from you to win. And I don't think Frank Vogel got the balls to do that for real. Nah. So Westbrook is just going to be out there being Westbrook. Uh, let's see if Vogel gets fired. It's because LeBron said get him out. Yep, probably. We've seen LeBron get. I don't know, fired. man. You know when you start when you start uh, getting when you start getting magic tweeting and uh, you know going out there, you know, and once he started tweeting, the masses started listening, and then you start hitting all these rumblings and stuff like that. So, I mean, it could be LeBron. It could be a combination uh, of magic, but it, I think it's very interesting how 
you haven't heard through all these struggles that they've had during the season, you haven't heard one peep out of Rob Linka or Jenny Buss, and you ain't heard a word. No, nothing, not one thing. You know, and I just think that I think that's very, very interesting. Something else I thought was really interesting. There was a quote that Rondo made a couple of days ago. I think he had played, I think he had 15 points, five assists, and something like that. Uh, with his second game with Cleveland. And he said, you know, it's such a it, it's such a good feeling, such a relief to play with a bunch of guys that want to give maximum effort and some other things that he said. And I was wondering, was he taking a shot uh, at the Lakers or was he just talking about Cleveland because Cleveland's surging right now? You know, so I just thought yeah. that was pretty interesting. I don't know why the Lakers are even a topic of conversation. I love that they're struggling. I love it. <laughs> I think I think it was a shot at the Lakers. I think so? Because I mean, B, you can see in some games it's like they lethargic. They just like half assed in some games. They definitely don't play defense. They don't play no. So I, I think there was a shot at the Lakers as far as like giving maximum effort because I think Westbrook is probably and LeBron uh, some games are the only guys who are really at there giving maximum effort besides. Okay, I give Malik Monk because he's trying to play for a contract. Malik, I think yeah. Melo's giving what he's got. Yeah, so the rest of the guys are older, so they're like, man, we just coast through this shit to the playoffs. Yep. But you got guys like Malik Monk who are playing for a contract. He is giving maximum effort. So I, I think it was a shot at the Lakers. But what what, what question you got, Hot Dog? I'm going to save it for a topic for next week. Okay, that's a bet. We'll make sure you write that in, in the group oh, chat. Oh, absolutely. But anyways, man, we're going to get on about this thing. We appreciate everybody for hanging in the kicking the woods. As always, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you can't sit down and watch the show on your phone, you can also download the Beyond the Game app on your Amazon Fire Stick. Sit down, you know what I'm saying, on there. Chill with us, hang with us, and talk to us to see what we got going on there. If but you can reason- like and share silly memes all day, you can like and share our show. And there it is, straight from uh, the hood, loving baby's mouth. But we Greg get on up at this thing. And as always, man, we want you to treat somebody how you want somebody to treat your mama. We at this thing, y'all. Peace.